In my opinion, Melbourne has it all. A vibrant culture, the arts, sporting events, nightlife, incredible restaurants, and of course, the world's best coffee. So how does being sponsored by one of the city's largest healthcare providers sound? Hello, I'm Kate Creedon and welcome back to Nursing Down Under. Austin Health, located in the city's northeast, is a leading teaching and research hospital specialising in cancer treatment, sleep medicine, obesity, neurology and mental health, to name a few. It also has a huge emergency department with more than 200 staff and is currently looking to add a few more nurses to the roster. With me is Sheena Donaldson, Acute Unit Nurse Manager at the ED at the Austin. Welcome, Sheena. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Well, Sheena, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started in nursing? Sure. So I originally um, came over from Ireland. So I actually, I'm not Australian born. Um, I came over from Ireland and I did my undergrad here uh, in Melbourne through La Trobe uh, in nursing. And I went and straight into the Austin and I literally haven't left since. Um, It's been a a great hospital to work for. And so it has literally kept me here. And I've since gone on and done my postgrad in uh, quick care and a master's in public health as well. So that's why I'm still here at the Austin. And that might also explain a little bit why you have that that half-half accent. <laughs> yeah, half-half, all right. I have been in Australia for quite some time, but there is a few twangs still left of the Irish accent, which definitely gets picked up all the time. <laughs> definitely had me a little bit confused <laughs> to begin with, but tell me, the Austin is a huge hospital uh, there in Melbourne. What's it like working there? The hospital, uh, the Austin is great to work for. Um, We have a really social um, vibe about us with our staff. Um, We are very inclusive um, with everybody who works here. There's a lot of of multidisciplinary teams um, and we all work really, really well together. I know in the ED itself, we have a big social club. um, And so there's a very, very big social vibe going on in the ED as well. So we also have a lot of education on offer, a lot of career progression. So there's a lot of positives um, to work out of the Austin ED. Um, That's definitely kept a lot of people around for a long time, including myself. Yeah, well, you have been there uh, for such a long time. I mean, how have you sort of been impacted throughout the pandemic? Is that something that's, uh, you know, really changed the way you work or, you know, have you had to adapt? Yeah, definitely. Like most workplaces, we've had to adapt. Um, We've had a lot of problems, just like everybody, um, in the sense that we've had um, a huge increase in our presentations and we've had to adapt and change um, in order to try and treat um, those presentations as best we possibly can. Um, As a result, we have split our ED. Um, We used to be all on level one and we've now split our ED over three different levels. So we deal with um, a COVID area, a non-COVID area, and then a short stay area. Um, We've also had to adapt our staffing as well um, to suit the needs of everybody. So we we need to look after our staff as well as the patients that are coming in the door. So um, there's been a lot of changes there. Um, And obviously we've had to increase our workforce um, to deal with those demands. And that's why we are reaching out to see if there's anybody from overseas who wants to come on board with us. Well, as you said, yeah, you're looking for some nurses uh, from overseas to come and join the team. What sort of experience do they need? 
So we, we have a range of um, different skilled nurses here. Obviously, um, your undergrad in nursing uh, is the basic requirement. We do have a lot of graduates um, that come through the ED, so they're just starting their career in nursing. Um, and we also go all the way through, obviously, to having um, postgraduate trained critical care nurses as well. And the majority of the nurses that start off in the ED would have a year or two nursing experience behind them. It's always good to have some form of ED experience only because it is such a niche area for a nursing for a nursing workforce. So it's always good to know that this is what you want to do. But um, we're happy to convince you as well that this is what you want to do if you haven't had ED experience in the past. So we are very much open to a range of different um, experienced nurses coming on board. And these are full-time positions. So what sort of shifts do you typically do? So they're not all full-time positions. We are open to varying levels of EFT or equivalent to full-time. Um, we have a lot of some people that work full-time and others that work anywhere from, you know, two up to um, four shifts a week. So, so there is flexibility with that. Um, the shifts at the moment, we primarily do an 8 to 8, 10 roster, so eight-hour days and evenings and 10-hour nights. However, we are trialling the 12-hour shifts, um, being a 12-hour day and a 12-hour night shift. I know that a lot of the UK and Irish nurses primarily have done 12-hour shifts, um, and so that's something we really want to accommodate um, and be able to offer um, new nurses coming on board with us as well. I know it gives a lot of people a lot more time to have days off and discover everything that Melbourne and Victoria has to offer. So if we can assist in that in any way, we really would like to. So at the moment we're trialling them and they seem to be going really well. And how do you manage? I mean, it's a huge amount of stuff. How do you manage the roster? I mean, like you said, if you want to get away for the weekend, is it is it easy to do that or if you want certain shifts? Yeah, so we do have a really flexible um, roster arrangements. We use... Um, a flexible program for requesting shifts, um, which is all online. So you don't have to come into work in order to put in your requests. Everything can be done from an app on your phone, uh, which is really handy. Um, I'm communicating with everyone regarding when our rosters are um, going to be put out so everybody knows to get their requests in in time for the next roster to be done. We also have a Facebook site with literally over 200 of our nursing staff members on there and we invite everybody new who's coming on board to join that site and they can swap shifts easily on there as well. Um, at the moment we're really happy to try and be as flexible as we can with rostering um, so if you do want to put all of your shifts in at the start of the week and try and get a nice block of time off at the end um, of that fortnight, then that's something that we really accommodate um, because the work-life balance is really important and work can be stressful at times um, in the pandemic. So everybody needs to have their outlet and their time out as well. And are there many internationals, uh, international nurses already on the team? We do have quite a few, yeah. We have a lot of international nurses um, and a lot of international doctors as well um, rotating through. Obviously, in the past two years, um, because of COVID, we have seen that slow down slightly. But um, it's something that we really encourage and we really welcome. Um, we've got a lot of uh, UK and Irish nurses that come through, um, a lot from Asia as well. Um, so it's, it's a great environment to work in and you're always bound to find somebody from um, your home country, sometimes even your hometown as well. 
Yeah, I can imagine so many people are keen after the past couple of years of not being able to travel travel to come over. I mean, Melbourne really is such a popular place. Um, you know, why do you think so many expats are drawn to Melbourne? Oh, Melbourne is fantastic. It's probably the reason why I keep saying that I'll move back home to Ireland and I haven't done it yet and I'm still here. <laughs> Incredibly vibrant city that's really coming back to life after the pandemic with everything lifting. Uh, we're one of the most, um, the, one of the best food capitals of the world, in my opinion. Um, we have amazing shopping, amazing cafes and restaurants to go to of all different varieties. Um, we also have fantastic scenery, fantastic history. Um, and you can just get away, go down to the wineries in the Yarra Valley or along the Great Ocean Road. You can go to get away to Rutherglen. Um, and there's just so much history to be discovered. And you can have that balance of um, working full time if need be and still managing to get away. And plus, we have the best coffee in the world as well. And you need that in this time. Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt about that. I agree with you. Melbourne is such a fantastic city and I'm probably a little bit biased because it is my hometown, but I always love um, going back to Melbourne. There's always something uh, new to discover. So what about the staff? I mean, those staff working at the hospital, are there certain suburbs or or areas close to the hospital uh, where they like to live or are they sort of spreading themselves all over the city? Yeah, again, it's quite varied. Um, so Mel- the Austin is in uh, the northeastern suburbs of Melbourne in a place called Heidelberg. And there are a lot of people that come over and like to situate themselves around us in Heidelberg and Ivanhoe, which are all beautiful suburbs to live in. There's also a nice cohort of people um, that come over and would prefer to base themselves out of this city. Um, a lot of the Irish tend to go straight to St Kilda, um, which I completely understand. And it's also very easily accessible. We have a tra- station right literally outside our front door and so from a public transport point of view there's never been an issue with people living out of the city and getting into the Austin or living in other um, suburbs around Melbourne and managing needing to get to the Austin as well so um, there are a lot of areas you can live out of and you're not just zoned to one area because you choose to work from the Austin. And with the travel, I mean, as you mentioned, you've got the station right there. I mean, is it easy to get to get around Melbourne? I mean, from St Kilda to Heidelberg, <laughs> that, that is a bit of a dis- distance, but you, you can do it quite easily on public transport. Is that right? Yeah, you can do it quite easily on public transport. And we do have a lot of nurses that do it as well. So as a result, sometimes people end up doing like um, sharing transport in order to get in because they live so close to each other. Um, and also requesting to sort of work the same shifts in order so they can do that as well. Um, So we have great train system, we have trams, um, and if all else fails, there's always Uber as well. So there's never been an issue um, with with trying to get around Melbourne or trying to get to the Austin. What about finding somewhere to live? Um, Is it easy to get a rental or um, or if you're looking for a share house to find some other like-minded people uh, to share a place with in Melbourne? I mean, where do you start? Yeah, it's it's definitely easy. Um, we there's a lot of rentals around. Um, a lot of real estate agents that are happy to work with hospitals um, and give them give the staffing the support that they need. Um, we're also looking from an, an Austin point of view of putting together packages that make it easier for these internationals that are coming over um, to help them with those kinds of things like finding accommodation and integrating into social areas um, and things like that. Um, from a rental point of view, 
Um, if you were looking at Sharecom, there's always um, people within the hospital who are in the same position. Um, and it's very easy to put out the feelers and see who else is looking for some form of accommodation. Um, there's also a Facebook site um, or a Facebook page as well of healthcare workers in general around Melbourne who are looking for Sharecom. So um, Melbourne, it's a big city, but there's a lot of hospitals with a lot of internationals and um we're very good at linking everybody together and making sure that nobody um, nobody feels left out from any of that and that they can get on board um, and uh, find accommodation with like-minded people. Because if you're living with a shift worker, everybody knows that it can be um, it can be a little bit different at times. So it's good to have all the shift workers living together. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess, you know, that's the thing, isn't it? Getting settled into a new city. But Melbourne probably is one of the cities in Australia where I think, you know, there's just so much going on. You sort of, you quite easily find um, find your group and find your area um, because there's just so much uh, to explore there in Melbourne. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot going on and I think there's a big push to get the city um, up and running again and back to its vibrant capacity that it has previously been at. So there's a lot of social events coming up um, and that are they're easy to find on any of the government websites or any of the local council websites. There's lots of things happening. So it's a really vibrant place to be at the moment. Um, and especially um, we have four seasons in one day as well. So you're, you're guaranteed to, to get a bit of sunshine regardless of if you come over in winter or not. Um, and the weather just makes it all the more interesting. Um, so it's there's a lot going on and it's great to be a part of it here in Melbourne. Yeah, I think our UK and Irishness is a very well used to the four seasons in one day and Melbourne certainly doesn't disappoint with the crazy weather, but uh, it's always um, it's always so beautiful no matter any time of year there in Melbourne. Um, so once you're at the Austin, what opportunities are there perhaps to upskill or say you want to trans transition into another specialty? Yeah, so we have a lot of different opportunities, like you previously touched on. Um, we have a lot of uh, specialties here at the Austin, um, liver, stroke. We're a major spinal hospital, um, toxicology. There are a lot of areas um, of interest at the Austin. So you're not definitely pigeonholed if you choose to come into the ED. Um, if you do choose to go into the ED, though, we do have a lot of um, short courses that you can do, um, rhythm recognition, ACLS, um, things like that. But we also have two major courses, um, our Transition to Specialty Practice course, um, which is run once a year, um, and our Postgraduate Critical Care course as well, um, which is also run once a year. They're, the TSP course goes for six months and the um, Postgraduate course goes for a year. Um, but it, we're really encouraging of our nurses to go through those courses in order to upskill and for career progression. Um, and the, everyone who's gone through them has really enjoyed them. Um, and they've come out of them very confident with emergency nursing. Um, and it's always been very highly recommended. We've always had great intakes. It's a course that, especially the postgraduate course, a course that's sought after by a lot of people. So it is very popular. And when you're doing those courses, I mean, do you sort of just do that in the hours um, outside of work or is it, is it a, a lot of study? 
Yeah, so um, it's done in conjunction with one of the major universities here. Um, and so we often, we would obviously structure that into your roster. Um, I think Wednesdays at the moment are the university days. So there's no issue with getting those Wednesdays off. There's a bunch of paid study days from the Austin as well. Um, and then there's a lot of uh, education that goes on through the ED with our great education team that we have um, in the emergency department as well. So from a rostering point of view, it's it's not an issue. We're very supportive of all the postgraduate nurses um, and all the educators. Um, so it's... I suppose you are committing to a certain level of work. Um, 0.8 is, or four days a week is what the courses run at. Um, so if you're looking for less than that, it can sometimes be a bit of an issue to factor in work and study. But um, it's very much supported by the Austin ED from a professional development level and from a rostering point of view. And how long do you find nurses stay for? I mean, you've been there for a long, a long time now, but, um, you know, do they tend to come for a year or two or uh, do you find that many of the nurses you have choose to stay on in Melbourne? Yeah, a lot, a lot of them do choose to stay on in Melbourne. And of course, you get the, the people who from word go are planning on travelling and want to do a six-month stint and then move on, which is completely understandable. But a lot of our nurses do choose to stay on uh, in emergency and do choose to stay on in Melbourne. Some of them leave, but a lot of them do end up coming back as well. So um, there's a lot to be said for the Austin. I We have a great vibe about us, a great social scene. Um, and we're very inclusive and I feel that comes out in our staff and they really recognise that and a lot of them do come back and, and talk very highly of the work here. So say there's a nurse coming out thinking, hey, I want to I really settle myself in Melbourne. I've heard Melbourne's great, but I also want to see a bit more of the country. Um, they can have that flexibility to do that too? Yeah, definitely they can. Um, so we can offer short-term contracts or longer contracts um, depending on what suits your needs. Um, so you do have that flexibility to um, maybe sign on for a six-month contract and see where you are at the end of those six months um, regarding whether you want to stay on or whether you want to travel. Or And the door is always open as well. We have very good relationships with a lot of our staff members who have left um, and knowing that um, if they wish to come back, then that, that opportunity is there. And I guess, what advice do you have for, for a nurse thinking, hey, could this be the year I moved to Melbourne? Absolutely. Um, I think you just have to jump on board and do it. You don't ever regret the things you don't do in life. Um, so I really think that you need to just jump on board, grasp these opportunities, um, especially with the Austin at the moment is looking at paying for visas for people to come out. So it's a huge opportunity. Um, we've all been locked down for two years. Um, so it would be great to get on board with a really positive healthcare um, team and come out and see Australia. It's been a dream of a lot of peoples to come out this way and now's the opportunity to do it. Sheena, I'll let you get back to work because I know how busy you are. Thank you so much for your time and sharing this opportunity with us on Nursing Down Under. No worries. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. Take care. Join me in the next episode of Nursing Down Under as we visit another Aussie city ready to welcome international nurses who have an interest in working in mental health. If you're interested in finding out more about Austin Health, how to join their team or anything we've discussed in this podcast, our team would love to hear from you. Get in touch with us by visiting alliancenursing.com.au.